They died, and they and passed away, oh, and it was sorry. empty. And when we looked at our retirement, it we lived better here. You know, a lot of people they a lot of people plan plan for retirement, yes. and I think you know, I just felt so youthful, even though I was in my sixties. I guess we didn't plan, so yeah. Florida was just less expensive. You, you never strike me as retired, either of you, from retired from anything. Mm. Oh, I know. Mm. You know, that's wonderful. We are, we're not retired we'll from stop. our curiosity. We'll stop saying that because our other, our second book is actually, um, well, there's a little outline for it at least. We got to that. Point. Oh, we retired from corporate America, yes. we should say. And yeah. now we're living our best life, as somebody says on one of those social medias. <laughs> yeah. But everyone says, wait till you're 65 because you get more money. But if you really interview everyone, you know, you might say, oh, you waited until you were 65 and the answer was fuck no i want to enjoy my life and it's like okay with less money so it's not what you make it's what you spend yes 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 indeed there yeah. yeah there you go it's a bit of wisdom <laughs> i love it just changing your changing your point of view so it's rigged in your face so a roommate so now i have a roommate i was thinking i was gonna be able to live alone or across the hall mm -hmm. but you know now we're here together. You see, all the, we're, we're trying to decrease our carbon imprint even more. Yes. Well, there you go. Trying to give Which back. Right. Ecological reasons. I love it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and how's, how has um, how's veganism been treating you in the last kind of two years? What's changed in that space for you? Oh, oh, oh. Well, mostly for her. Mostly, mostly. So what we decided was to be more more whole food plant-based not no oil but lower oil because it was more affordable too it and, wasn't like we right. wanted and then um you know adding olive oil fresh rather than cooking with it that kind of thing so anyway what what happened was i miraculously it took a while and it was a little bit boring and i got a little upset with the food choices because i like cream sauces and gravies and mm. but and things like that so i ha i had to learn how to do chemistry again in the kitchen so i made it out of beans uh, and different things My anyway what was the so result the, result, the result is i have lost so much weight that i have joan calls it an hourglass figure again Yes, right. she I, I just I'm the <laughs> lowest BMI you can be and still be normal. Joan actually missed the BMI chart by like a but half. But I'm also a point. missing a lot of ribs, and she is missing of some a ribs. It was an an anomaly <laughs> when you're born. <laughs> yeah, there's a cluster that's gone, and now I figured out why I get searched at the airport all mm -hmm. the time. I was like, I don't think I look dangerous. They must not see the the bone when you lift your arms up in that thing and they must think I have drugs behind something, you know, and I, I have to say I'm missing an entire she set of ribs. They like, think hello. she's got things in there. Now you never know. She did have surgery at six months old. They may have left huh? some things in. Yeah. Her. Right. Right. And then now <laughs> I have foot, the, the titanium shit yeah. in my foot. So I ring and get searched. But awesome. let me just tell you, changing to a whole food yeah. plant-based meant 
no process technically it was very difficult and we also did things like we didn't want organic instant oatmeal that was just organic oatmeal we wanted to buy rolled or steel cut oats because we just wanted no processed at all so giving up all these seed oils and all these chemicals that you don't know what they are but when you're retired you get to do this yeah we were working making making a lot of our own food i ate a lot of field roast when i was working yeah Yes. But anyway, giving all that up, I lost all that, what they say. Middle fat. Middle fat that Mm. America has. And Joan and I call it SpongeBob square pants, that children's show about the Mm. square, (laughs) sunshiny type person Mm. sponge. Anyway, all that's gone. So what I want to say is, oh, no, this middle fat during menopause isn't actually normal aging. Which they try to normalize online. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And because, you know, women are at an increased risk of heart attacks with menopause. Hello. We've all been told middle fat is dangerous. It's all gone. It's some shock. Mm. I'm shocked too. Oh, and I've got recipes. Oh my goodness. We eat pancakes and we eat cream sauces made out of beans and things. And it's just delicious. We Yeah. I will save something for the show, but I'm repeating this. We don't eat oh, in regular is, places. This isn't the show? We're in the show. Oh, we're in the show. <laughs> Joan keeps thinking that you're going to be done speaking with us. And Please forgive me. Show. I'm the younger twin. I was born with that <laughs> brain tumor and had seizures. Yeah. So every so often, I don't. I didn't know this was the show. Anyway, so I That's do okay. want to repeat this. We don't eat in out of dishes. We eat out of pie plates yes. because, you know, to yeah, maintain like your weight... Because I don't have a BMI right now. I'm hoping for a BMI soon because I can't always gorge. Sometimes you can gorge if you're feeling, you know, empty, I guess. Mm. But sometimes I I can't gorge. So, yeah, we eat out of pie plates. And I'm one of the few humans that knows just how difficult it is to lose weight because I dieted a lot of my life because I was... Yeah. Started out five pounds more than Joan. Then it was 10 pounds. Then it was more. Then it was more because I was a smoker of cigarettes for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I gave those up thinking I was universally unique and wouldn't gain weight. And then I gained like 25 pounds. It was crazy. And so the chronic dieting, I even did keto. Please don't anyone ever do that if anyone's learned anything People are dropping like flies in the United States, strokes and heart attacks, and uh, amputations are on the rise because a lot of diabetics are being encouraged to eat keto, which is uh, bizarre. Because it gives a temporary blood sugar relief, but so does um, cinnamon and real maple syrup. That slows Mm. your blood sugar Mm. down. You know, you can just add stuff. And those things I like, Jane doesn't like it. Yucca. Nope. Cassava. <laughs> it's like a potato, but extra right. dense. I like it it's a lot. It's so dense. It has the fi- one of those fibers that you barely digest it until it gets to the lower colon. <laughs> and I find it, okay, as someone who chronically dieted and even, you know, keto, you're usually starving yourself to death. How are you Nobody keto knows. being vegan? What would you have I was trying to do, um, well, you see, you almost can't because most of your protein choices in the plant kingdom, because mother nature's perfect have (laughs) carbs as well and has fiber i mean you've got the trifecta right there and i want to share that as as we were whole food plant-based and i was starving (laughs) so we had to i had to up my carbs and my god i love carbs of course not white flour i overdid it in my life i can't have it Mm. but 
interesting. I can have a little turbinado sugar, but and maple syrup has amino acids in it, and it also has an insulin. Uh, I don't know which one's the right word or not, but it can be like cinnamon. It will slow your insulin spikes, etc. So it's actually good for you. Sugar is sugar is sugar is not correct anymore. The new science is some sugars yeah. have it over other sugars. Obviously, that's hilarious because we know. But well, here's what I want to say: I had to up my carbs. I was eating a lot of legumes. I was hungry, so I was eating an awful lot. I actually gained a few pounds, like two or three, right? Just mm. like the literature says you might oh. before the miracle happens. The the more whole food plant-based, low oil, I I all it, it felt like it was overnight, but of course it's not. Months mm. and months and years of struggling for weight loss because I don't know I can't count calories. I can't. I won't. We're good at math, but there's no way yeah. I, I, I could count. I won't. I am one of those people that will admit that all diets, I ate more. Because I'm a closet eater, I knew how <laughs> yeah. to eat more. And then if I showed the world I was eating three eggs in the morning, yogurt for lunch, and God only knows maybe it was a plant-based protein then, that if they didn't see what I was doing in the closet, it didn't happen. And I could mm. say, that diet doesn't work for me. Yeah. And I could maintain that SpongeBob middle. So I just wanted to share that I gained a few pounds before I started losing it in all the right places. It's really amazing. Ditto. In terms of the uh, the kind of the the cooking aspect of it, did that? Did you get some help with that? Did you go through the kind of forks over knives kind of route, or was it experimentation? How how did you how did you get good she at, you know at a recipe? I, I'm like, she'll actually look at. She I love recipes. It. I love little, oh. watching shows, and they don't have to be vegan. My son has me watching those terrible shows where you're given a like six stupid items, and you've got to in a race you have to make a good meal, and then if you gamble, I mean the stress. I said to my son, who could do this? So what I do is I look at things like PCRM where they're like so no oil, so healthy that I want to vomit. And I take it from there and add things like I, we cook with, um, I started out with broth and we do a little bit of oil sometimes, especially mm. in avocado oil or sesame because Dr. Sebi says you could cook with those. And we don't like cooking some. I know the whole Mediterranean. I don't like the smell in the air, and then your hair gets it, and your clothing. Yeah. I mean, I can't stand that. So I used to just broil shit fast. Yeah. But living with Jane, you know, you got to bake now, and there's sauces <laughs> yeah, and stuff, which yeah. are delicious. And, and you know, one of our cousins taught us because um, maybe her mom was busier than our mom. She certainly had more children than our mom. And one day she gave us a a bowl um each of lentils oh yeah lentils. and it had carrots and celery and a little I mean, spinach it was absolutely delicious right so when i asked her because i if it's delicious i want to know how did you prepare it how did um my auntie mary prepare this when i mentioned sauteing the vegetables first she looked at me like i had two heads like you don't have five kids there to feed so we learned how you don't even have to saute the onion and garlic first 
or the carrots or the celery, and everything can go in one pot. Now, don't get me wrong. Shit didn't taste good at first. <laughs> it didn't. So what PCRM, Dr. Barnard, I, she watches that too. Food, a lot of food, you know, like, wow, I don't ever look into the food. I look at skin benefits. Don't get me wrong. I'm the anti-aging queen. So if it's going to help my skin, I actually love it. Like my affirm my new affirmation is I eat an avocado a day. I don't. It's so big. It's a lot of it. But anyway, um, I don't even know where I was going. Oh, it didn't taste good. Right. And then he said, Dr. Barnard said, but you know, after, you know, a few weeks, you're going to realize you didn't want all that oil. And you're going to think it's heavy. So when our sister comes, she's older than we are, not that that mattered. But she's cooking in the manner that's a little bit more like we used to. More Mediterranean with a lot of, well, unlimited olive oil. I don't know if you know yeah. that. Yeah. People that with the Italian heritage, there's unlimited salt in the pasta water. <laughs> and there is unlimited olive oil and probably garlic, right? <laughs> Right. So it was a little heavy. Like she came over and I'm like, wow, Jane, I like can't do it. I can't. I felt like I was drinking olive oil, but you know, <laughs> whatever. I think I threw it away the first day. You know, it might've made me sick or something, mm -hmm. but I have to keep my weight on. So I have to gorge, unfortunately. Oh, and mm. I, for almost the first, well, yeah, the first time since we were in high school, we used to drink like um, Ensure type drinks in addition to your three mm. meals because we couldn't gain weight when we yeah. were younger. But then I, you know, had that all that dieting stuff. But we also wore long johns yeah. under our jeans and our tops and pretended we were freezing cold all the time. Well, we were because more we were so skinny back then. Well, we looked like olive oil. The guys said it. Well, we kind of looked like this bones, you know, you know, and, it, and back in the seventies, I guess that wasn't that in. Not I in. thought somebody said it was, but no. It well, I think it was our height. We were just like, hello. We you were know what? We come from a, a town, and I don't know how it happened. I don't know who we're said five there. We're 5'9". That we tall. always had the prettiest girls in high school. So you could find pretty girls in high school that thought they were ugly because the top 10 were so gorgeous. I mean, we really did. So we used to joke that the boys from New York State were the better kissers, but the girls I don't from that. Connecticut were prettier, and the girls from Rhode Island, unmatched hair. They had hair. There was un it was unmatched. I mean, that wasn't thin like this. You know, it was hair. What was going on in Rhode Island? Yeah, with the really. hair products. I think it's because of the ocean breeze. The whole state <laughs> has got an ocean breeze. It's just, oh, so the wind go. and all that. You know, girls pay money to get the scent. Yeah. And the, the the volume of that ocean. The sea spray. Yes. Yeah. It you, makes you sticky. It mm -hmm. actually makes you sticky. Mm. You're getting it for yeah. free. <laughs> so yeah. So the um the whole food plant based kind of approach out in the world because in in the condo, I'd imagine it's all controllable, right? All nice and easy. How how do you go and exist out in the world with that with that approach? Well, we do a lot of sides with potatoes and yeah. vegetables. We have to ask if it you, you has water on it already. A lot of times the rices are white with no fiber and, and flavored with chicken broth or butter. Yeah. But we find a lot but of how potatoes. How do we do it, Jamesy? We're so we go right to the negative first. No, I like just said potatoes. Oh, potatoes. I just said it. Potatoes and vegetables. There's not, I don't, and then yeah. if there's a bread, uh, you know, we eat most breads. We, you know, a lot of the white breads in the grocery store now in the United States have dairy hidden in there. Yeah. As the dairy, um, when we were little, demand goes down, 
we find dairy in melatonin supplements. Oh, a lot of medications. Med, yeah, a lot of, well, we used to prescribe mm. medicine and I used to pretend all my patients were lactose intolerant because the original, why don't get the original medication? What do you want fucking milk in your medicine for? It's ridiculous. Yeah. And most people you are know, lactose by intolerant age anyway. To four, everyone is almost lactose intolerant. And in a hospital, you knew not to give milk to somebody who's lactose intolerant, cow's milk, because, you know, it would make your life miserable because the mm. gas that they had was like, it would make you cry. You know, please don't, oh my God, don't give him milk. But, you know, out in the regular world, I had a client that in, instead of giving up cow's dairy, he bought lactate. So it had the a fucking enzyme in it that allowed you to partially break it America. down. Why not stay away from the tit no. hard at that or the udder? No. Actually, you guys once, a long time ago, yes. had human breast milk ice cream. Brief. Everyone thought it was disgusting. disgusting by it. And mm. um, yeah, it's real good for you, I guess. The Kardashian cell things yeah. to put it on your skin, the colostrum, because it's so good. And if yeah. you look at, you know how all babies are beautiful, sort of? But if mm. you look at a baby calf, they really are all beautiful. Yes. Mm. And so, you know, maybe we thought the cow was so much more beautiful than the human animal that, you know, Cleopatra bathed in milk and honey. Hmm. And, you know, the milk from the cow, I don't know if it was from the cow with Cleopatra, you know, maybe we just wanted to be a different animal. Maybe. Envy. Yeah, we had some cow envy, yeah. Wasn't mm. Cleopatra donkey's milk? Or something. Oh, it maybe. Was. Wasn't it the ass's milk or something? I think. Ah, oh, was, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I might have made well, that know, up though. So, <laughs> I once bought a um, cream that had goat's milk in it, and mm. it. I have to say, it was lovely cream. I'm. What's an emu? They. That's a an animal that they. Oh, somebody bird. gave. It's like a bird type and mm. I don't know. It's like somebody gave us for free that an emu cream that was, you know, for people, I guess, that are later on in life and it wasn't for your face. It was cream. You know, the Qigong, call it the second heaven below the belt. They, right. That's where the cream was for. Oh, yeah. But I don't listen mm. at all. So, I mean, I listen to vegan stuff. And I guess she <laughs> said that it was for the vagina. And somebody was saying, you know, like, your face looks good. And I said, oh, I'm using that new cream. <laughs> and then Jane told me it was it had emu stomp in it. I was like, I don't even know what that is. There's a famous cream in drugstores across America. I cannot think of the name. And it has emu oil or fat in it. And it's for what? pain. And a, oh. lot, a lot of people know about it. And the emu is an animal or a bird of some kind, I think, yeah. from... Like Australia or New yeah. Zealand. Well, I should have used it. Yeah. And we have something else with horse something or other that there was. Well, whatever. Oh, and horse urine. Humans have used Primarine. animals for, for years and years. Instead of years. going through your change of life naturally, a lot of women in this country get Premarin. And I'm not sure it's still horse urine, but it had horse urine in it because they needed the estrogen from the horse. We do, we do some odd things, don't we, as a race? <laughs> yeah. I think even bullets might have the pig that we use the most. And I, ha I used to have a chart that film and bullets and all kinds of stuff, tires. Mm. So if people say, oh, but I'm vegan and I don't, because I cheat now, I cheat on local organic honey. Because somebody on Twitter said, if you're vegan and you don't help 
with local organic honey. You're just stupid. So I said, oh, whatever, I'll, I'll I, I'm not stupid, she said. <laughs> I do that, and I drive a car, <laughs> so that apparently is cheating. But I have an hey, old wool maybe sweater. Maybe not for long. Yeah. <laughs> the, old, the lease is up. <laughs> <laughs> Next month, it's going to get expensive. But there, we, we, wherever we live, there's a bus that'll pick us up right outside. But yeah. Anyway, um, I don't know. The pig is used a lot. Henry Lee yeah. used the pig um, for... Uh, finding that wood chip killer because mm -hmm. the pig's flesh mm -hmm. is almost identical to human flesh. Mm -hmm. Military yeah. know that. They stab pigs and, and shoot them routinely so that the vet, the guys or girls mm -hmm. on their mission could try to save this mm -hmm. pig. Hello, darkness. It's Miles. darkness. Hello, darkness, my I old mean, friend. I don't know. Jane and I are positive. About, but I lost positive. a lot of weight. I don't know where we were going. Very slowly, except in the end, the last, Shut you up. know that five pounds that maybe you don't mm. know. Ladies, if there's any ladies, every lady knows that last five pounds, it is almost <laughs> impossible to get that off your body. Huh. It, it's like literally, you want to cut it off. You want to starve yourself. You want to, some women that'll purge and, and then vomit as if they weren't going to absorb. So it's terrible what women go through in the name mm. of being fat. Yeah. And, and it's, a, and so anyway, I'm very honored. So I initially gained a little weight, then I lost it slowly. Then I dropped like, I don't know. It was really weird. These toxins that hold all that weight on you. Oh, but did you hear about that study? They were they studied nurses and doctors, and if the more plant based they were, um, the less severe COVID. Yep. And then I think Jane read with Dr. Greger when you're plant based, we can actually get rid of toxins more easily than if you're still eating meat. Which I knew because I can't give blood because. Why can't I get blood? Because I was, she in, was Europe in Europe in the eighties, length of time in the eighties when mad cow disease started, and, and I was only vegetarian. And, and even though it's like I was always told it was a genetic thing, so like we knew this doctor who went to Europe and then he passed away. So he uh, recently of mad cow, which blew me yeah. away that he did. Yeah. So anyway. Well, they, you know, it's just like ten people touch a doorknob and only eight got COVID. Ten people eat the hamburger that you eventually can get a uh, mad cow but only eight people got yeah. it so they look at that you know what is going on is it genetic is it this is it that yeah i didn't so is that a u.s rule that you can't give blood if you've been in europe for a certain period for joan yes yes oh. it's a u.s rule because we were recently looking into donating blood because i was wondering <laughs> I, I really am at, you know as a nurse i'm wondering let me back up. So in the 80s, when everybody was dying of AIDS, mm. well, those few people yes. that were getting AIDS, but they were dying, it was a death sentence. Mm. There were physicians that would not enter a room if the patient had the breathing tube in their throat. And I worked critical care back then. And what I also found interesting as a backstory, and I love America, is 90% um, of my patients that were dying of AIDS, their wives and children were visiting them, not their uh, boyfriend, for example. Mm. And the support was wonderful of the families. It really was a wonderful thing. But anyway, so I'm not sure why are we talking? Oh, I had to back up because people no were idea. dying. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. 
That's all. Yeah. I don't know. Something to do with, I thought you could get rid of toxins, I thought we were talking hmm. about. Hmm. Okay. We, were talking about gi- we were talking about giving blood, weren't we, in the, in the oh, US? Oh, giving blood. Thank you, Thank you sir. They, so the doctors not only would go, not go in the room, that one of the, more than one doctor whispered in my ear, I would never donate blood because you will never get those T cells back again which are your fighter killer cells. Okay. So maybe they're right. They won't be as mature. It'll be like the newbie coming into the military. You don't want the new person oh. running the whole military operation. You want the, you know, the more experienced yeah. soldier or general or whomever. Voila. Right? I don't know. I've never been in the military. So I was thinking, what if somebody, because you know they're doing fecal transplants, <laughs> In the yeah. labs, anyway, and I've probably very wealthy yeah. people. What if the, on the opposite end, we, you know, might be thinking that because nobody really wants to eat a certain way. No one wants to give up their burger. No one wants to this and that. So, um, anyway, this, so this fecal any transplant blood. thing. What? It's, it's, this fecal transplant thing. It's it's a gut health thing, right? That, is that the motivation yes. behind it? Oh, oh yes, yeah, because they, you know, you could eat the standard American diet and then get the fecal implant of somebody like us. Well, younger, obviously you want, but whole food plant-based, very healthy and shove it into their colon. And then it fights cancer because what your gut would like you to serve it. If it were a person is 100% fiber. And if you are giving your gut meat and dairy and fish, you are eating eggs. You're being very mean to that. You're being very mean. Your gut requires. As there's no fiber. fiber. As there's, there's zero fiber, zero in, fiber animal. in animals. And so what the fuck? Mm. God forbid mm. you eat a blade of grass, you know? Like, oh my God, like I hate lettuce. I hate salads. I can't stand, like people say, you know, oh, I like salad too. Really, I hate it. Wow. Mm. You think I, as a vegan, like that's not, that's the last thing I'm ever ordering at a restaurant. And I think you said, how do you do it outside? You know, first I ask, you know, do you have a baked potato? Sometimes they say only for dinner. So then, mm. you know, I just want, you know, maybe you can have beans or you could make mm. me some pasta or you can fucking figure it out. Rice. There, there, there was one, there's one French restaurant in New Haven, Connecticut that we (laughs) ended up having, you know, the nuts you get in a bar in the the States. They really didn't have any. They had Mm. nothing for us and everyone was into protein. (laughs) We got really drunk. We got nuts. Terrible. Because if you don't eat as a female anyway, you're getting drunk. And I saw it was just nuts. And I'm thinking, oh, well, if. The wine was on, you know, them that night. Oh, and it was you know, French. It wine. wasn't a budget. <laughs> it was not wine in a box. You know, we were having two glasses each. So it was as if we had gastric bypass. Yeah, and totally, totally drunk because yeah. of the nuts. You know, people don't know that either. Like every client I ever had that had gastric bypass said, if I knew I was going to become an instant alcoholic. I wouldn't have gotten it done. And do they not think there's enzymes that do things? If you take the enzymes away from your stomach, who's going to digest that shit you just gave them? Well, we're nobody. Americans, and you have to forgive a lot of Americans who think we've been told since we were infants, you're in, you live in the greatest country in the world. You mm. are the greatest country. Uh, I mean, we liberated the concentration camps. I don't think most of us think there was an English person or there, you know, any other 
that there was nobody else but Americans. No Australians. Fighting World War yeah. II. I don't know if you know that about us Americans. <laughs> yeah, we saw the movies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there. Yeah. So again, I don't know where we were going with anything. But speaking of giving blood, what I'm wondering is if you are someone that eats a standard American diet because you're thinking it's healthy for you and you're getting sick, I wonder if these people that donate blood a lot more often than I do, do they feel better briefly because they got rid of the old gunky blood oh. and your body has to rehydrate very quickly, but then create new you know, cells. And if you, yeah. I don't know, it's just a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you I'll what doesn't know. work. You know what never worked? What's that? Was putting um, opiate, people who suffer from opiate addiction under <laughs> anesthesia for the three days so that they can wake up and not have a detox feeling mm. whatsoever. Mm. Was that and a that thing, did, was it? Never that was a thing. That. Yeah. Wow. I think we even did that when we transferred them from methadone to Suboxone. You know, yeah. everyone on the streets call it su Suboxone, so sometimes we just say the instead of say it incorrectly. It's mm. actually O-N-E, but yes. So, so we joke Suboxone, but that's not the way you pronounce it. Mm. Well, my anyway. son was taught different um, English growing up because I'm hearing a lot of people are wondering why nobody in America can spell or can spell. There's a lot of different <laughs> weird things. But I recall when my son was in elementary school, the teacher saying that we want the children to sound things out on their own and we don't care if they spell correctly in the beginning. So... Like yeah. phone might be F O N E before it's a P H, things like that. Yeah. Oh, and my name, because I'm Joan, J O A N. Uh, for some reason in Florida, I'm I'm called Joanne, and Jane thinks it's because of that. Maybe. Yeah, but you know why? Because they, uh, they they sound it out right in front of her. She's not <laughs> called Joanne. Even she's <laughs> called Jane. Uh, is it Jo uh, Joanne? Joanne. Even, jo at, even at the they're sounding it out as they go. Even at the motor vehicle department for my new license, they said Joanne. I'm like, that must yeah. be me. And I told the guy, I said, you know, I pronounce it Joan. Mm -hmm. No one's heard of Joan of Arc. Joan Jet. Old. No yeah. Very old. The Joan youth. Crawford. Thank no. goodness for the youth. <laughs> Jones. Jones are fairly, you know. It's a name that everyone knows, I would have thought. I'm surprised. Yeah, I think Joanne. over I, in your neck of the woods, they do. Not in America. Not in Florida. It's I don't know not what happened. Popular. And we were on a podcast, and I don't recall the state. Maybe I, you do. Indiana. I, I think it's the state that I could just be a Indiana. I, I think it's Indiana. And they call Joan Joanne there as well. Because the guy said, my grandmother is Joanne, and she spells it. <laughs> J-O-A-N. Well, listen, we're not. Americans. We don't have time to put that extra N and E to turn Joan into Joanne. We have to say it now. When do we want it? Now. And right I now. almost didn't get on a plane. They, they had it as J-O-A-N-N. And that isn't my name. And the passport said Joan. The, the boarding pass said Joanne, I guess. And I'm like, look, we're identical twins. There's nothing going on here. Oh, I almost wasn't able to get on that. We have thing. more policies and things just to make sure. <laughs> the missing gets ribs. Are you kidding? Stuck, they thought yeah. I was a drug dealer. <laughs> Unbelievable. Get jo Where's Joan? In there, the, the interrogation booth at the airport. There's a perfect <laughs> American um, comedian. He's G-rated, which is great because 
sometimes you want someone other than Jerry Seinfeld, who I love, at, to be a G-rated comedian. And uh, he's from Tennessee or Kentucky, and I love how uh-huh. a, a New Englander doesn't know those two states. I, I've been to one, not the other, or something. He's so funny that his name is Nate, but it's Nathaniel. Oh, yeah, he right. just didn't get on the, the plane. airport. In somewhere in the United States, could not make that jump. Is how he calls it from Nate to Nathaniel. They he could they can't see it because that's that. Yeah, anyway. I'd be done for then. My name's James. Really, it's nothing like Jim, but Jim's short for James, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we had we James' ex husband is my ex husband is James, and I believe I I called him Jim Jimbo. You know, asshole, whatever, whatever, whatever fit the day. My ex-husband's name is John. My first boyfriend's name is John. And I'm actually interested in John. Yes, she this is. is crazy. Uh-oh. You know what? Uh oh, when is this? When is this stupid? James, when? I won't send it. When is this being aired? Because her Next new week. crush um eats meat, knows his own name, and knows. Oh. And and now knows Joan has. I won't send this. He doesn't know about social media. Actually, he's older. I have never dated somebody this old. But you know, you keep getting older. I keep getting older. Yeah, I keep forgetting. (laughs) My mother told me she was in her eighties, and I said, "Ma, does it ever end?" You know, because we were both looking at a guy, and uh, she said, "No." I said, this is unfortunate, you know, because you get older and older as a woman. Obviously, you look creepy. I mean, men already <laughs> have that. Old men, they already know men, they're fucking yeah. creepy. I hope <laughs> they know because the young girls don't want any of that. I doubt I he's going to be listening people, to a, oh, you I say? doubt he's going to be listening to a vegan podcast anyway. You're, you're probably safe. Yeah. Yes. Well, absolutely. she keeps sending podcasts. Yeah, I do. Well, I won't send this particular it. episode. She'll make I'll sure. put this on social media. But though. that's all right. This Thursday, which I think is tomorrow or the next day, uh, we're going to see him, which we already know it's been too long. She does like him, but he can't tell us apart. So he's bringing a buddy. Because <laughs> I, I don't think he even hey, likes me. Hey, for the wing woman over so here. So I'm hoping wing man over wing here. Man, I'm going to have to distract Dan, you know, Danny Daniel. Boy. Danny, Gina, start singing. I'm oh, going to start Boy. singing. Oh, Danny boy. Yeah. He better be Irish. Cause the only reason I'm going to hang out with this Irish cops friend, is <laughs> I have, because I already know there's a book. I don't know if you've heard of it. I'm sorry. My ex-husband is Irish. My father had an, uh, our father's an Italian man who had some issues with the Irish school teachers. So Jane grew up and I married this Irish man so fast because I love the Irish culture. Mm. So one might say I used to be a wannabe Irish, but anyway, um, where was this? This was going. I I owned a book (laughs) up until recently, Mm. how the Irish saved civilization. And for the life of me, I can't remember. I know I didn't buy it. Well, I don't know that. Maybe it has to do with the potato. I wonder if Jim bought it for me, my ex-husband. But anyway, um, do you know how I never read the book, but do you know what the, Inside cuff no. says no. We don't. How would <laughs> we? Right? We don't know because none of you are Irish, right? Neither am I. My son is half Irish, so I took an interest. Anyway, um, the Irish are, are famous poets and writers, uh-huh. and at one point, I think 
I'm not good with a lot of the wars in history, but it could have been one of the wars where a lot of books were burned. But the Irish in monastery type places, they hand copied everything that was saved that was not burned. Mm. So we have the Irish patients to thank for that. Oh, oh, there you go. For a lot of literature. You know, I'm very impressed with young people because they have something called the planetary diet because they're concerned, those poor things about the planet. You know, people uh -huh. that are retired, it's like we know it's going to last for us. You know, we're so sorry for the younger people, but I'm uh -huh. not nervous. But I can't get much lower with my carbon footprint. I never even had a kid. I could probably use yeah. air conditioning for the rest of my life on 68. <laughs> I never had a kid, so I didn't do that. Anyway, the young people are concerned they're going more plant-based because I see mm -hmm. that on the Internet. And the um, German government, they said they were going to show people and eat plant-based during meetings, government meetings, just to show yeah. the world it can be done. And recently I mentioned that and one of my cousins said they can't tell people what to eat. And I was like, they're not telling people, they're showing by example. Kind of yeah. like when I was vegan, yeah. I was just telling everybody, you are a murderer. You're eating women and children. <laughs> like I was vicious. Um, Joan, Joan was that kind of vegan. But now, <laughs> like Dr. Barnard, I had met him on several occasions and he said, he went like this, I do it by example. And I'm thinking, well, you know, if this is my thought process back then, sure. But some people don't have time to wait. Like if you were in mm -hmm. the World War II Holocaust, do you want somebody to show peace through example or do you want somebody to go in charging and end it? Mm -hmm. And that is why, because I uh, don't work in a slaughterhouse because it would be ended that day. Because you see our father who, who are in heaven is in heaven right now. Um, yes, he was in the Korean war and mm -hmm. he was on the front lines and mm -hmm. some men and women go into the military. They do their one year, three years, however, and or some make it a career. Our father defined himself with the three-ish years he spent in the military because he saw so much action and how many people he saved, um, mm -hmm. et cetera. And so we are kind of like that. In our re being rebels, where we will run oh. and scream oh. because it's like a war, right? In us, and you know, you gotta mm. forgive us because DNA is a funny thing, and it is passed through to, to the fetus. No one know? has to forgive us. And so, not only you know, cardiac disease gets passed on. I mean, we know certain you know autism is being passed on, but also emotions. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. there's a lot of literature about people who were suffering in concentration yes. camps and they have offspring ancestors. Now they're met they're, they're They've had no, they have not borne witness to it themselves, but they've yeah. heard stories, et cetera. Well, there's research that the, they didn't have to, and that DNA, they've got some scary, you know, fears. Oh, we're sorry. Thank you. Hey, Hey Ziggy, turn off. I'm oh, so wow. sorry. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It's positive. We get the Zigmaster or we Alexa, name. that thing, the Alexa oh, thing, or what you guys okay. have in England. And hey, Google. Hey, Google. Those they, we get smart positive affirmations, and then he says yeah. it throughout the day, yeah. and that helps. And I just read with Dr. Gregor, there's something else that's being passed on, and it's kind of scary to think of because our mother mm. loved meat and dairy. She loved mm -hmm. it. 
So there's, they're saying that um, mothers who have had high protein, animal protein diets while they are pregnant, the new science is coming out that the high protein is raising cortisol levels, the stress hormone, and they're finding the children 30 years out have higher cortisol levels at baseline than kids where their moms might have been considered a hippie and went kind of vegetarian or vegan. Our mother, our mother was a big meat she eater. She ate when she was pregnant. She told us she ate pepperoni and drank red wine because, of course, it was never 1960. <laughs> they probably told you to have the whole bottle. Well, they did tell to her decrease to decrease your stress. Drink. They did. Well, yeah. And apparently, mm. which was nice, she drank no cow's milk. Nice because she it, she would gag our mom. She didn't really mm. like dairy. But anyway, getting back to that whole being a vicious vegan, it really didn't work. But I'm grateful because we recently visited Connecticut where I was kicked out of multiple restaurants and bars when I was an activist. Uh, We we went for lunch at one of the places and he was so nice to me. He called us old dear friends and I'm thinking, were you the one? And he said, it wasn't me. He says, but you're, you are family. You're always welcome here. So it's actually that he didn't even mind that I was kicked out when I was a bitch back then. But yeah, that was so nice. I'm working on a lot Yay, of forgiveness go to Wall- now. Go to Wallingford, Connecticut and go to all the local bars and restaurants. But yeah, so most restaurants do have stuff that you can eat. There are places in in the this country pockets where it's not quite there's no colleges to be found there's not probably no highways it's very difficult to eat like dr barnard will say yeah but you could go to um taco bell and have a burrito i don't want that one i think i can go and wait until i get home i'm not going to a fast food restaurant i'm just not doing it anyway i heard france has like 1500 McDonald's. To the point about um, you were saying about young people, planetary diets, and you're talking about the example of Germany. There's, um, I don't know if you've heard of this, in, in the UK, there's a big sort of plant based university movement going on at the moment where uh, university students are uh, voting to uh, make sure that the, the menus served to them at you know university campuses are plant based. And there's now, I think, two or three universities that have gone completely plant-based in everything they wonder like how absurd um, not to have that as an option yeah yeah you know yeah, oh, by great. the way the human body needs fiber but we would prefer not to serve that to children and adolescents like get rid of the real food and let's give them whatever it was i ate mm. it was like cardboard yeah. with cheese on it and shit it it's great terrible. it's um it's it's you know it, it that that movement is making real sort of change yeah, that's wonderful. That's what, well, here in this country, when um, that is really Mich- good. Michelle Obama had her project, as most vice presidents have something, and she was going to do something about the school system for the, I thought it was the young children, to have more fruits and vegetables. And, and it um, didn't go well. It didn't go mm-hmm. well. It, it, things just don't mm. go well. You know, we have cowboys industries mm. here. They're so powerful. Um yeah. You know, I'm so grateful for PCRM. I'm grateful for Dr. Greger, people like you. I'm so grateful because I grew up thinking I had to have um, animal protein, any type of carbohydrate. I thought white flour and wheat flour was the same. Yeah. You know, I didn't. We didn't know any better. 
um, and a vegetable. And then somehow you're supposed to add two fruits in there somewhere. <laughs> and somehow you're expected to actually go to the bathroom. That was amazing. You know, oh, right. like an entire country right. of constipated individuals. No wonder we're all going to war. <laughs> I mean, it's uncomfortable. I When I mm. traveled for the first time out of this country, but I was and I was vegetarian, it was very hard for me to eat because even in Italy, like they had escarole and beans, but it was chicken broth and everything. So I refused to eat it. Mm. So there were no vegetables back in the day there. For, I remember I hated salad. I didn't eat it. Oh, yeah, so I pretty salad. much had cheese and I went almost five or six days and I started to cry. I'm like, wow, this is no way to live. <laughs> and it was really bad. So my first trip to out of this country didn't go well. I think France, I had pieces, two pieces of bread with some mustard on it because they only had a hot dog somewhere. I don't know where the fuck <laughs> I traveled, but it wasn't vegan friendly at all. But yeah. You know, in America, people are so afraid. Where do you get your protein? We really have been conditioned to. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'll admit it right now. I mean, did I say I'm sorry to my kid? My, he's my grown man, son. I don't think so because he should be thanking me. He already knows what I've done for him. <laughs> yeah. But I, cause I've always said if I had to do parenting over again, I'd look at the ingredients a little bit more and, you know, certain, yeah. make different choices because, and I'm a nurse and, you know, as a nurse, I was thinking protein, protein, and my kid naturally hated almost everything. And I know I kind of made him have two glasses of cow's milk a day. Tried That's to, because we had a marketing scam know, of protein. Yeah, America it was a, it was a eats well, I fell into twice it. as much protein as everywhere else because we have we have all fallen for the scam. You know, if you look it up, you're not supposed no. to have that high protein. And we've got dialysis places in every town now. I mean, if you want to blow your, kid, your kidneys, eat, come on, eat a lot here. of animal protein. God. So. Have you it's seen hilarious. any kind of noticeable shift in attitude in towards veganism from moving from Connecticut to Florida? Is, is are the attitudes better, worse, about the same? I Have think you the attitude is, is better down it's, here. I think it's slightly better. Slightly better. But we're in uh, we're on the East Coast, where a lot of there are a lot of New Yorkers and people from New Jersey, apparently. But I find vegan options easier here in, in the restaurants. It's a little easier. Right. Not in the middle of Florida. There are places we've met friends in the middle where there's no city, no downtown, no ooh, something. But, but average towns. And what I'll say about Connecticut is the wealthier towns yeah. have a lot more options. You know, you yeah. know, when you look at our presidents, you know, there's really very few obese people in the our former presidents and their families it's like these chronic diseases and just bypassed obesity <laughs> bypass yeah. a lot of the presidents the other thing they do they die at home because if you knew anything about the healthcare system you choose to die at home too yeah i mean we also yeah. have a, a, a huge population that want to have their babies at home why are you doing that if the hospitals are the greatest place to have it you know, I had I chose to have my child in a hospital because our mother, we grew up with stories, our mother almost died. You know, pregnancy was a nightmare here for us, but other humans, it's a happy event. We, yeah, and our older sister, she was happy. <laughs> well, she was survival of the fittest. We weren't. <laughs> I really did. I thought it was a death sentence. Oh, well. Ask another yeah. question about a vegan. 
I asked I asked a question about the 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 differences between Connecticut and and Florida purely because and it's forgive the complete ignorance but there's a perception I think over in the UK from sort of uh, uh, the, the US uh, the politics in the in Florida particularly is perhaps less progressive and and so as a result something like you know it, you could extrapolate from that that something like veganism is probably less uh, mm -hmm. acceptable uh, than perhaps you know the east and the west coast cities yes. you know the, the well, kind of uh, when we talk about cowboys you know the conservative people stayed in Connecticut, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, they might venture the, okay. you know, the north, more north, a uh, little bit north, and but it was the rebels of some some type of rebels that chose to risk their lives and go all the way to the other coast. Yeah, I mean the the stories, and you know, of course, we mm. grow up, grew up with Native Americans were horrible, and white people were the best people on earth. But you know, it was. To risk your life. Now young people don't celebrate Thanksgiving. And good for them. What are we celebrating is true. Mm. Like, they bring up good points. You know, we don't want to let go as older people. Well, we do. We let everybody ahead of us in the grocery store, too. We're retired. You you look like you're still working and you look stressed. <laughs> yeah. You go along. Little, and you know, and we, we also heard girl. that, you know, letting go of old hurts and resentments, you know, being, you know, very forgiving is very anti-aging. So of course that's on our agenda. But people <laughs> in this country are dealing with ingredients that it's not our fault, but our FDA has kept it in. I just read this morning, because it came out on my search, that uh, the UK back in the 70s, you guys got rid of a, a thing in soda. An oil of some It was brom brominated vegetable oil. And I'm like, mm. what is that? And bromated breads too, I think you guys got rid of. And that was 1970 that you're talking about that research about that. And our FDA is considering it today in 2023. <laughs> we are just a slow, you know what we are? We're young. And, you know, as young people, you think you know everything. Yes. I thought yeah. I knew everything. We didn't buy Tyler Mill Road, turn all the car lights out, street lights are all out, yeah. go blind down Tyler Mill Road. Yeah. We're adolescents. Are we ever going to die? No. But now there's a there was something they were interviewed a hundred percent. Not Jane likes a hundred percent. I there's never a hundred percent in science, but one hundred percent of retirees in the United States that were interviewed said that if they could do it over again, they would have paid way more attention to what they put in their mouths. Because mm -hmm. of course, what's happening now? You all have diseases. We have none. Do you know what was the number one piece of food? that all those brave rebels flying out of New England to go out west, what they put in their um, saddlebag or their wagon yeah, yeah. was a sourdough starter. Mm. And so... And they protected it. They protected <laughs> at all costs because they knew how nutrition... You could live on your bread, especially mm. if it was sourdough, so it was more easily digested and you got more nutrients. And you talk to an American and mention bread, they think it's the, the devil. devil. You they can't do. eat bread because you're going to get fat. We just saw a movie. Everyone's fat because they turned down bread. We just saw a movie mm. where the person took the um, English muffin away from the fast food restaurant mm. and ate the egg and the ham. Oh. And I actually saw 
a mother do that to their child and it's like, wow, we're going to induce kidney disease at a very young age. Why? It's not there. No one. It's nobody's fault because well, this no country fault. works against you. What the food industry and whatever they have, they want to just say, mm -hmm. continue to eat high fructose corn syrup, continue to eat packaged foods with and the sodas and whatever it is and the meat and the and you just found out about the fish. It's they're saying it's wild oh. caught and there was this huge percentage. It's farm raised. Mm -hmm. You know, um, Doctor Greg. Well, don't yeah, give in my country. Ugh. The fraud rate is about uh, one in three farm um, fresh or wild caught fish were really farm raised. One out of three mm. tested. You know, it's because we have capitalism. I mean, the, to get ahead, yeah. you have to step on the other son of a bitch yep. to get to where you're going. So anyway, um, you mentioned bread in this country and people won't eat it. And what they did was they and they shouldn't eat white bread. They took out the germ and the the bran. Like they took out the, the fiber. Because the, the your mm. gut doesn't want fiber, apparently. Yeah. So, Corporate mm. America said, I let's mean, give zero fiber. Yeah, see what happens. See what happens to their gut. We have a lot of ologies in this country, you know, gastroenterology, you know, what other ologies? Rheumatology. We just have a lot of specialists in this country that are making a mint off of the standard American diet. And, you know, everybody I know, they want to just eat that way because they believe it is okay. A lot of people believe what you put in your mouth means nothing. But a lot of people mm -hmm. also nothing. believe that their ancestors ate this yeah. way. Right. And what they don't realize, <laughs> yeah. there's things like glyphosate and dioxin and things like um, somebody's trying to get by. And somehow cows in our country, I don't know about you guys, but our cows according to yes. mother nature, they're supposed to eat grass and you could find grass fed. But the ones that are in the factory farms, some rocket scientists said, I think that genetically modified corn would be a, a better grain <laughs> than grass. And here I said grain because a native Americans lived on this grain called corn. And we were told it was a vegetable that kind of stays in its same form and you shit it out yeah. a mm. few days later. And Native Americans, this odd group of people, somehow survived on this thing called corn, which I was taught at a baccalaureate level. Uh, I got a bachelor's of science and I had a nutrition class, college level telling me corn was not nutritious. Neither was watermelon, except it had a little water in it. Thank you. <laughs> they at least acknowledged that. Ugh, it's wow. just a joke. So anyway, here's the funny part Gregor's talking Thank God. about. Fish. Something's funny. Fish, <laughs> they're now saying, it might, it's not right now, but mm. for women or whomever has a uterus and is going to get pregnant, that if you don't stay away from fish five years before you conceive yes amount sure there's mercury your body's been working hard to get rid of it but besides mercury there's all these um pcbs and other types of yeah. chemistries i'm not sure what they are that you can't get out of your brain and your body and so the reason dr gregor said they're looking at five years is because women who were tested one year out two years out, three years out, maybe she or the human only ate half the scrod at the dinner table that day. 
or half a tuna fish sandwich and another one ate three tuna fish sandwiches, they weren't going to, they didn't see a significant reduction in all these horrible PCB type chemicals until five years later, being able to wash it out of our bodies. So it is now a disgrace that we the food and farm raised, of course, was worse even though fresh and uh, wild caught still yeah. had, obviously. We, we're eating plastic in our salt, apparently. And they said yes. glyphosate is making the world, sorry, it's not just America, yeah. the entire world adolescent uh, intelligence is dropping because, and they're con- attributing it to glyphosate. So isn't this wonderful? We have a friend from high school. He worked uh, on a farm a lot, industrialized farm. And he said, maybe that's why, and this is his words, Christ, you can't even to make a joke. Maybe that's why I have that girl's disease. And we said, what's that? And he said, fibromyalgia. And I thought, oh, we always thought it was toxins because our clients, females that had it, were very liberal with their creams. They, they did a lot and, of applying toxins or washing with toxins. If you really interviewed, like one of my clients went to a naturopath and basically mm-hmm. it was toxins she was putting in her body, whether yeah. it be TV dinners or Kraft macaroni and cheese, you know, whatever it has. We have yeah. the cereals are sprayed with vitamins and chemicals yeah. called BHT, BHA, although we may have gotten rid of it. Anyway, the naturopath said, get rid of all these toxins that you're getting in your body and putting on your body, you know, not much I can do about the air you breathe, but it was true. She didn't have fibromyalgia after that. Oh, it was years. It took years though. My client was so nervous one day. She says, Oh, Jane is rough. I'm so glad I have you as a therapist. And she, I said, why? She says, cause you don't yell at me about what I'm putting in my body. And I'm like, I should have been like, I said, you mean I'm not normally I was, but I started calming with age and then, Jane was more passionate about what so-and-so was putting in her body. Wow. Yeah. So, so you, you're working on a book. Yes. What's, what, what else is in the pipeline for you? <laughs> well, well, you know, we have this contract with one of my exes that um, he would start up. <laughs> he said, everybody's concerned about obesity. Why don't you two have a show and just show people how to eat and what to eat? And I was like, yeah, I'm not probably going to do that. I mean, if somebody had a gun <laughs> in the background and threatened me, I think I could. But we're kind of slothy. But I think but put it, me in the kitchen. Yeah. I'm going to tell you, as long as you don't time me. Yeah. Once the timer goes on mm. on those shows, I freeze. It's, yeah. I really do. I want to. He really those. wants to set that up. And I would, I could, you give me six or 10 ingredients and I'll find something. And I have another ex who's um, in the field of, you know, film writer, producer. There's him. Huh? So he could help too. <laughs> Jane, do, Jane doesn't, do you have anybody, Jane? A producer? She sure well, does. Jim can do all the composing. Oh, there you go, James. My ex-husband's brilliant with all his music. There you go. Um, and most of the people that ha- are, used to be in my life, they're mostly plant-based mm-hmm. now. Because you yeah. know, mm-hmm. and my son could do a lot, but you know, I don't. I, something about my kid, I think it would be inappropriate if I sort of made him kind of. Well, you would never make him, you know, or want him to do something. I don't know. If he wanted to. Here's a phenomenon in um, the United States. You tell me if it's going on in England Mm -hmm. is men have boobs in the United States. And I want to say that another one of my exes 
who is 100% plant-based for years now, had larger breasts than us. And he no longer has that. Oh, right. Like, it's called gynecomastia, but he doesn't have mm. that. I mean, because that's, that's an unattractive look. Man so, boobs. Let me just tell you about our, our beloved Western medicine. Yeah. And I love it sometimes because, you know what, I, when I'm... I want a pill sometimes too. I've been on pills. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do the work. Meditate, please. We don't Americans. Do we even know how to meditate? No, I still don't. I don't think so. No. But anyway, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I forgot what I was talking about. Man boobs. Oh, what we do in America is now an infant can be born with breasts. Yes. And instead of saying, oh, no. This shouldn't happen. <laughs> Western medicine makes up a name to call it a disease state or a syndrome or a condition of some kind. Yes. That an infant is born with breasts. And we both had clients, two mothers that had that. Because they asked, oh, you've heard of this? Nope. I, I went, of course, I went to the archaic nursing school back in the day. But no. Because back in nursing school, if somebody you know, farted too much, burped too much, had indefucking-gestion, the nurse spoke to that human being. You had to make a whole care plan about changing your diet. Kidney disease, you were on a kidney mm -hmm. anti-inflammatory diet in medicine. But yet, well, the kidney diet is low protein. Low, low. But, you know, that's what you were supposed to do. Now we give, you know, those toxic proton pump inhibitors, those medicines to suppress the acid. Where's that acid going? I'll tell you where that's mm. going. It's going to come out in your skin at, at some point because psoriasis, when we were young, there were three diseases that were not diseases. They were more skin conditions. Mm. Seborrhea, psoriasis. Oh, eczema. Excellent. Eczema, seborrhea, psoriasis. Very benign, very benign skin disorders. Well, now psoriasis in the seventies. Yes, because it just <laughs> now if you continue with the West uh, Western American, is that what's that called? Standard, Standard American, and diet. you get psoriasis. Well, hello, it goes into your bone and it becomes psoriatic um, psoriasis, which is kind of like a bone cancer. It is horrific. Oh, well, and then we put you on all those types of meds, and you go on chemo meds. Yes, yeah. our dad was on a chemo type wow. med um, for. You know what he was on? He got the one disease causing another disease, and then you have to medicate disease number two instead of trying to mm. not cause a second disease from a first disease state. I wasn't finished. So I oh. dated this guy that had psoriasis all over his genital junk, Ooh. and I, being a nurse, should have known that's not transferable there, but I was like, this isn't going anywhere. Like, I'm not. That's not going even mm. it's not even touching my skin. So we we went to an alternative person, and finally, thank God, this guy said it because sometimes men don't listen to what a fucking female is saying. And he said to the guy, "You're eating acid. You're drinking acid. Where do you think that acid is going to go?" And it was coming out mm. into his skin and all over his balls and penis, all over it. He changed. He, I think he went vegan like the next day. Yeah. Unbelievable. But people don't want to hear it. My wow. talkie mushroom kills prostate cancers in the um, Petri dish. 99.9. .9. God forbid you eat a fucking mushroom. Because food doesn't Which mushroom? What? Which mushroom? My talkie in Japan. They Does eat it? it all the time. It kills huh? prostate cancer cells in a Petri dish. 
Yes. Wow. 99.9%. Oh, here's something. If you buy mushrooms, they say yeah. if you put them on a tray in the sun for at least four mm -hmm. hours or maybe six, you're going to increase the amount of vitamin D in the mushroom that the mushroom actually has naturally in it. Mm. And then you're going to eat more vitamin D. And yeah. if you have a good gut that has all that microbiome doing the job it should do, you don't even have to take supplements because Americans are all tied to a vitamin D supplement. And I don't know why people settle for this. I'm so furious. Well, because when they don't have that gut nice flora growing, it says it interferes with your D absorption. Our AMA lowered the vitamin D normal because everyone was mm. coming in Abby normal. <laughs> so they lowered it. They also lowered, um, which I guess is a good thing. They lowered that diabetes marker so that we could tell earlier, mm. whatever, but they tell everyone to eat meat. Yeah. I had a guy on, um, last week who, um, is involved in a study at the moment. It's like a, it's like a half million pound investment with Swansea mm. university down in South Wales. Uh, as part of the UK, um, to study the potential uh, impact of synthetic nutrients that are being added into things. You know, when you see like uh, added now with, that, with vitamin D and stuff like that, they love putting it on cereal boxes saying, you know, vitamin D and so on. Um, and it, they're studying the effects of it. And so far, early signs seem to be that the uh, at best, synthetic vitamins do nothing, and at worst, they're actually detrimental yeah. to human health. But they're completely, certainly in the UK, completely unregulated insofar as you can pop them in anything, in any product you want, and then say, this has got added this, this has yeah. got yes. added that. Well, we spray the only thing on... you can't do is put them in organic we do right. an organic we, product. We spray vitamins and, you know, so for example, a very big important vitamin when a woman is in childbearing um, age is mm. a particular B vitamin called folate or folic oh, acid, yeah. we, right? Folic acid, yeah. So folic acid is the most, and my God, this is the most synthetic. I think folic acid is the most synthetic form of that, which is what mm. most of the spray on our cereals, all our fortified yeah. breads has it. But there is a, I don't know the percentage, but I know I am one of these people mm -hmm. because my son had the blood test and he cannot synthesize or break down folic acid for, for all, use, for all the use for in use. the body. <laughs> he can have some of it. There's a blood test, and but the important part that goes upstairs, crossing the blood-brain barrier, you need, Joan loves to say it, it has to change five times or seven times, five, five times to get through to a form, L-methylfolate, to go up here for all kinds of good things that we need vitamins for. So the, the we're, we're talking about a lot of people that can't do this, that these are people in America um, the red flags would be um, easily constipated with decreased fiber, um, miscarriages, miscarriages a difficulty just maintaining vascular pregnancy, getting diseases, vascular disease, depression with suicidal thoughts. All kinds of things. She said constipation, Associated right? with a vitamin, right? Well, cardiac yeah. diseases. I think the, 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 what do you call it? The mind state of science 
we've gone so far. And I, when I say we, let's talk world, that, that we even have the audacity to think that something synthetic could be good for my body. <laughs> this thing, this perfect thing called a, a homo sapien, I'm a human animal. And you mm. think that a synthetic piece of something although resembling the piece of fruit I, I'm drawn to, that it's going to do the same thing in the body. I, I find that laughable, but I'm older now, and people have been growing up with a lot of different things, and I'm as yeah. ignorant about a lot of things as I see that as. Yeah. But yeah, well, the synthetic vitamins make people toxic, and you're not getting the benefit from it. Yeah. Well, it'll be... Um... Yeah, it'd be a, a kind of breakthrough kind of study, I think, if it, if it well, it's going to yield, I'd imagine, the result that they're expecting. Um, and then off the back of it, uh, he's launching a, a government petition. So in the UK, if you get so many signatures on a petition, it has yeah. to be it has to be discussed in Parliament, in the Houses of Parliament. Well, this person, um, nice. this person should just get, um, they should listen to this podcast and I'm all about if you want to break things down to the more easily absorbable for the human animal, that's great science. Make it mm. easily absorbable because you can buy L-5 methylfolate, something like that, over the counter. Mm. Now, that's something my son and I can take, and we have many benefits from I that. don't think it's as beneficial. See, it had the number five in it. It's supposed to be yeah, pure L-methylfolate. And America knows all about it because I, at one point in Connecticut, was the number one prescriber of the vitamin yes. for mental health was L-methylfolate. It has milk mm. in it, so say you're lactose intolerant if you want it. But a, I had several clients that their suicidal thoughts went away miraculously. You know, people don't believe that food does anything. It, it blows me away. You got mm. fat from it. Did you believe that? No, they think it's their fucking metabolism. No, you ate stuff that your body said high fructose corn syrup. I don't know what that is. We are human beings. A lot of people don't know this. Everybody, you and the, uh, we all, every human being has to has to metabolize something first. That's called a carbohydrate, which includes sugar. We all, mm. 100, don't tell me you're unique. You are all going to do one other thing second. It's fat. And then protein is last. So when Peng Yu from Australia proved that uh, sugar, because it's also called carbohydrate, that's what confuses the whole world. The I'm whole so world. sorry they about that. They never heard of <laughs> they don't like know barley and brown rice. That are both grains. Yeah, it's very confusing. So sugar and carbohydrates together, put it together for now, is causing global obesity identically. Oh, he proved it was protein. Thank you. He proved that animal proteins causing global obesity identically to sugar. Did that article go? I don't. I used to have a copy of that article. It's not in my email. Now you have to email him at his school and request that article being written out. The World Health Organization republished it. It's very hard to find. And it's because there's a protein conspiracy. Mm -hmm. But everyone is getting mm -hmm. fat. Because your body didn't want that. Your body wanted that last. Right. You heard that. And the human body fat is protein last. so amazing that if you feed it mostly protein, the human body is going to try super hard to get what it needs. Did you hear how she said hard? It's, it's, it's working well, your body. It's, it's very difficult. difficult. Because the mm. human animal 
only had protein sometimes. Listen, every athlete that I ever worked with, because I never exercised, I observed and asked questions. These are people that would do those triathlons. Yes. They really exercised things I just didn't think my body could do. But I watched them and I... One woman, and see, back in the day, she would eat the entire pizza, and it was, a, I think, a veggie pizza. Sorry. It might have had a little bit of pepperoni on it, but she had to eat all these carbs because that's what her body was going to need in the morning when she ran, mm -hmm. and these are the things it was going to store that. But now what we're doing is the body saying, Jesus Christ, could you stop giving me all this animal protein and in Whole Foods, my face dropped when I saw how much it cost for uh, that bread. We make our own bread now, but we have a deal. We don't. We don't know Ezekiel bread. Yeah. Ezekiel bread. It has lentils in yeah. it. So I guess my face dropped because this person came up to me. He's a trainer. I mean, he was eighty-two. He told me was he eighty-two or eighty-four, and uh, all, the first thing he said was you don't eat dairy, do you? And I said, oh, no, not for many years. And he said, you eat carbs, right? And I said, yeah. And he said, I saw your face with the Ezekiel. But then he was just going on and on about how he makes his own bread. But he's a weight trainer, and he knew. Like, I wish people knew that, you know, stay off the tit, the tea. Why do you need breast milk? You are no longer a baby. And babies have that nice fat. You think that's what, mm. you know, we don't want mm. all that fat when we're older. Mm. That's cardiac fat, Jane. Yep. Cardiac fat is your middle. You know what? I, this is, I went into the wrong profession. Yeah. You know what? I didn't because everything works out in the end and maybe I needed to go into nursing to learn this or that. But at fat. some point in, in the history of medicine, it was more psychiatry that um, whoever writes in National Geographic, I, you know, I never know, anthropology, archaeology, whatever, um, people who observe animals, they blew psychiatry out of the water with these neurotransmitters. You know, Western medicine got it all wrong. So then all the new medicines were focusing on this different neurotransmitter. But this came from people who look at animals. You never know. We're animals. You might want to start looking at animal, this animal, you know, the human animal, to find out that there are certain things this animal wants versus doesn't want. And mm -hmm. if we keep doing what it doesn't want, whether that's what we're breathing or, or eating, we're going to start just getting very distorted and full of disease. Yeah, because for some reason, dogs can go vegan, but cats can't. And I think cats just won't. It's not that they can't I, I think any animal could be plant-based because they would die out there if they were the dumb fuck that couldn't fight, um hunt there's a lot of animals mm. that aren't good like if the cats got a pointy nose they're mm. not getting dinner that night so yeah i had a cat one of them, yeah. my favorite anyway i don't remember what concert. i was gonna say so I sorry <laughs> i'm so sorry it had to do with i vegan. did twice. i know the dogs the dogs are going vegan that cats mm. they say it would be cruel for a cat, and of course it would be, because like a human being, we a cat wants to eat what they would like to eat. We would like to eat whatever, I'm just saying if I was eating burgers, but you know what? The dog is living longer, better coat, has fewer diseases, so hey, your dog going vegan lives longer and has fewer diseases, why don't you try it? It's the young people. We don't even have to do anything today. The young today. people are so smart. They want a planet to actually sit down and have dinner yes. on. They want the they planet. They would like it. 
to survive. So they will force us. It's one. Our passport says it. Not your passport. Our passport. Well, I don't know what your passport. <laughs> well, says. see, because we get our a lot. Passport. We get a lot right over here. Our passport yeah. literally says move over. We are a young country with young ideas. We want young ideas. And you notice a lot of people won't retire. I say, if anything comes from this podcast, I say, retire, you will enjoy your life. I don't even <laughs> need my anxiety pendant anymore. Whole food, plant-based. I know we didn't touch mental health that much. Whole food, plant-based, no anxiety medicine going on here. Well, I don't need all it. the good for you carbs have got has all the, the nutrients that magnesium and manganese and phosphorus yes. and all this that you want, you know, and um, all that fiber, your body's functioning. Just Google fiber and eat it and yeah. shut up. Just fucking do it. It's fiber. <laughs> that is a what you want. That is a beautiful that is a beautiful sentiment to uh to leave it on. I love it. Thank you. Joan, Joan, thank you so much uh for your time. It's been lovely chatting with you again. Uh let's not leave it two years next time. Okay. It'd be good to have you back on. Um, I'll hope to have and good a luck with the book when it comes out. What on. we're gonna show you is that Alzheimer's ran in our family. Oh, we're gonna prove. genetically yeah. my son actually had that one of those DNA tests and uh -huh. We are at risk of the early and the late. We, and Dr. Barnard said it could be 20% could have just bump it up. 80% is your diet because his parents got it too, or father. Right. And yeah. he's proving through plant-based. So we're hoping. So let's just every few years so to prove that we're very clear and coherent. Because that's the worst disease in the whole world. Okay, bye, James. And it's, <laughs> it'll be an epidemic in our country. Oops. Thanks so much. It's been great. Thank you.